When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, friends. Thanks for joining me again for the Janice Dean podcast. A couple of weeks ago, I got a message about a very cool initiative by the company DoorDash, who we all know and love when it comes to delivering our favorite foods. The company has launched a program called Severe Weather Protocol, which is a technology platform that uses real-time weather data to alert and protect users, whether they are restaurant operators, delivery workers, or customers, by temporarily adjusting or suspending operations in an area experiencing severe weather, such as hurricanes, blizzards, flooding, wildfires, tornadoes. They started it last year, and it has protected thousands of users from potentially dangerous weather conditions. I thought this was an excellent idea and reached out to Taylor Bennett, DoorDash's global head of public affairs, to come on the podcast and talk about this approach to help protect their employees. I think you will enjoy our conversation and have an appreciation for what DoorDash is doing and how we can protect ourselves and our families when it comes to weather emergencies. So, Taylor, you are the global head of public affairs at DoorDash. How long have you been doing this job? I've been doing this job at DoorDash for three years now and uh, this job at large for a couple decades now. But uh yeah, it's it's great. I, I joined right at the uh, onset of the pandemic, and it has been a wild ride for sure. Oh, my gosh. No kidding. Like <laughs> DoorDash was so popular during the pandemic. It was just this you know perfect opportunity for your business to flourish. Absolutely. You know, we saw really just how critical delivery was, how much of a lifeline it was, not only for, for customers, but for businesses. And I think that's what we're really proud of for the last couple of years is just the the, the sheer volume that we've been able to help merchants connect with customers, but the various tools and resources that we've deployed um, has has really been invaluable to merchants. And I think it also just showed just incredibly how important the the workforce is in terms of dashers and delivery and what they do every day, being on the front lines not only during COVID but in severe weather like we'll chat about today. But mm-hmm. it's uh, but yeah, it's been really interesting. You know, they really were at the front line. Uh, those those folks who were you know, risking their lives, perhaps getting COVID by delivering yeah. food to people who didn't want to go outside. Yeah, exactly. You know, we um, and we took a number of measures to protect both their safety, but but customers as well and merchants. And so we we initiated, I think we're the first ones to do contact contact list delivery. So, you know, no merchant customer interaction um, had a number of, uh, of, of safety resources and tools and um, and products available for dashers in the roads. But yeah, you know, they were they were continuing to to connect us with essentials and, and the vital, whether it's food or um, you know, goods that we needed during COVID and really had a just an incredible role to play. So important because you know, we remember of course our firefighters and our police officers right, and our right. truckers, but the DoorDash folks too, they deserve our thanks. Tell me about the history of DoorDash and how it came to be. 
Yeah, so Tony Shu, uh, our founder, we just actually celebrated our 10-year anniversary. Um, and he really created DoorDash with merchants in mind. And so his mother worked in a restaurant, and so he saw firsthand um, just how limited they were in terms of ability to innovate and connect with customers and just the, the tools lacking to really be able to um, grow and scale in a way that it made sense for small businesses. And so he created DoorDash with that in mind and said, look, you know, it, here's here's a way for restaurants to expand their reach, to connect with more customers. Um, and so started in California and, and here we are 10 years later, it's grown uh, to be a global organization in 25 plus countries around the world. And you know, and again, I think as I mentioned earlier, it's really it's the logistics and the delivery is one element of it, but it's really about the 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 businesses and the restaurants. And you know, we're doing grocery and pet food and uh your convenience items, you know, anything you could possibly imagine, you're you can get through DoorDash these days. And so it's it's about helping these businesses grow and really providing new tools and, and avenues to to either compete in this e-commerce world or just find find new customers in their communities. But mm. it's been really, uh, you know, 10 years, a lot of change, a lot of growth. Obviously, there was a huge uh, growth during the pandemic. And how have you rebounded or did you even rebound at all? Yeah, you know, we saw a lot, a lot of growth during the pandemic. You know, the last three years, uh, particularly investment in new business units. And I mentioned grocery, uh, alcohol delivery, finding, you know, new ways for, for whether it is restaurants or small businesses or, or enterprise partners uh, to leverage delivery more in, in unique ways. Um, you know, and we've been really fortunate to see that growth continue and to see that demand continue. And I think part of it is, you know, our, uh, expanding our offerings and expanding what is available on DoorDash. And the other is just, you know, behavioral changes. I think the convenience of delivery we saw during COVID, you know, that's not going anywhere. People still appreciate the ability to hit a button and have something arrive with the convenience and choice that they're, uh, you know, that they value. And so that has continued to hold true even post pandemic. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're really excited about the future and again, hitting this 10 year mark, um, just put a lot of energy back into the business. People are excited about what's next. Mm -hmm. So I came to know you because of this severe weather protocol program with DoorDash, which yeah. caught my attention because it's brilliant and brings in what I do for a living, uh, you know, as a partnership with you guys. Right. right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The So the, the severe weather protocol, um, you know, really proud of it. I, I have, you know, been in this role for three years now, and part of my team is, trust and safety communications. And so we're responsible for thinking about every element of safety on the platform, whether it's the dashers or customers or merchants and improving that experience, building initiatives to um, support our operations team, our trust and safety team, and really think hard about how can we improve safety in every element on the platform. And so this was one that, uh, you know, we've been, we've been monitoring weather for, for, for a while, and, and it's been part of our, our safety work. Uh, but recently, we've really invested heavily into the teams, into the technology to allow us to do it better and more effectively. And so we've, we've implemented this severe weather protocol um, you know, with the mission really to keep dashers safe 
while on the platform and ensure that we're not putting anyone in harm's way uh, during emergency situations and something we're really proud of. Mm -hmm. It says since launching in June of 2022, DoorDash has activated uh, the SWP, the Severe Weather Protocol, 15 times, protecting thousands of users from potentially dangerous weather conditions. Mm -hmm. So tell me how that works. Yeah. So, you know, the um, the protocol itself, uh, we, we can pull a number of levers. So it's not just shutting down the market and, you know, calling it a day. There are a number of things we can do. Um, you know, one notification. So we we send out useful information and, and practical um, notes to dashers or merchants or customers, letting them know of severe weather, things they can do to stay safe, um, you know, how dashers can protect themselves, et cetera. Um, another, another lever to pull could be uh, pickup only. And so, you know, we ensure that if customers want to go pick up their meals from restaurants, they can continue to do so, but uh, delivery won't be available option. Um, and then all the way up to uh, a suspension. So we'll shut down the market when conditions are really rough and ensure that dashers aren't out there delivering in unsafe weather um, or emergency situations. And then we monitor and, and open it back up. Um, you know, we look at a number of different <clears throat> um, number of different uh, elements as we are making these decisions. And you know, one government advice. So, are there uh, emergency warnings or shutdowns of schools or government buildings that we should uh, take note of? Uh, weather warnings, tornado, hurricane, flooding, etc. Um, and then live conditions. Obviously, we have folks on the ground. We have teams there. So, just making sure we're monitoring live conditions, staying close to folks like you all and making sure that we're, we're monitoring weather channels and, and and the various outlets and resources there. And then part of that is is our operations team. So, you know, as a logistics network, we can see, you know, are there uh, delays and orders? Are there orders that have been sitting for a long time and dashers aren't collecting them? And that signals to us that conditions might be uh, worse than we might have anticipated. Things are slowing down, and so that helps us make make those decisions. Um, but you know, it's really case by case. We look at each and every incident um, uniquely and make sure we tailor our response accordingly. Uh, and, and and with the ultimate goal of keeping dashers in our community safe. I mean, you guys could be weather spotters too. You could we could work <laughs> in tandem. Exactly. We we like to say we have a lot of eyes on the roads. There are a uh, millions of dashers out there, and you know they're all uh, experiencing weather and and their communities in, in different ways. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right. Tapping into that can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. And you help small businesses uh, impacted by natural disasters. You launched the Restaurant Disaster Relief Fund, which provides up to ten thousand dollars in grants to cover operating costs like rent or mortgage repayments, food, beverage mm-hmm. industry, utilities, supplies, materials supplier costs. So you're giving back to the community as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, the 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 incident doesn't stop when the when the weather clears up. You know, you have restaurants who might have been really severely impacted by hurricanes or flooding. And, you know, it could be to, you know, keep the lights on or uh, you know, continue to pay employees as you're rebuilding. But um yeah, these are grants that, that we've started to give out. Um restaurants can apply when it's a state or federal emergency and um, you know, really help them get back on their feet and ensure that we're doing our part uh, even after an emergency has, has moved on. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, 
<sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So how do people sign up to work for DoorDash? Yeah, so you know we're really proud about the opportunities that we offer Dashers. Uh, it's it's a flexible, supplemental way to earn income. And you know, I think what's really surprising about the platform, the average worker is only working four hours a week. Hmm. So they're coming on for an hour here or there, you know, on the way to pick up kids from school or on the weekends. Um, you know, they might do short bursts around the holidays. Um, to pay pay large expenses, unexpected car costs, et cetera. Um, but you know, these are all independent contractors who set their schedule and they work when and how and for however long they choose. Um, the average dasher is making twenty five dollars an hour while delivering, wow. and so you know, there's really good money in the supplemental uh, earnings opportunities here, and, and we're we're really proud of it. We've um, we've got uh, I think something of thirteen million dashers have have worked in the platform over the years, and you know, again, these are folks who might be retirees or students in college or. Uh, you know, parents earning a little extra money on the weekends, but it's it's really been a, a valuable way to folks to earn over the years. Mm-hmm. And there must be like a vetting program too, correct? Yeah, correct. So we we do background checks on on all uh, potential dashers, make sure that we are uh, vetting both their criminal history, but driving history, um, and we look at a number of databases there. But but yes, ensuring that safety um, not only on the platform, but before, during, and after every dash is is part of that as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you have any stories? I know that there's been door dashers in the media, you know, that do good for others. I, I, I love those types of stories. It really, you, the people that work for you are really good hearted people. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You know, we've, uh, you know, part of, part of what my team does is um, look into that data, look into those stories and help elevate you know the the positive ones that we're seeing, and just the the value that the platform provides. And so, um, and we've we've crunched the data quite a bit. We're, we've looked at retirees who have you know just really heartwarming stories about staying active and uh, mentally strong, and the the value that dashing provides them in their later years of life. Or um, you know, college students or single parents who are doing this to help you know put uh, uh, another one through school or taking care of a loved one, but they they do it for their own reasons, but they all do it how they choose to and where they choose to and for however long, which I think makes it really valuable. Um, you know, and one thing that we're, we're particularly proud of is Project Dash. This is our our food access initiative. Uh, and so we partner with food banks across the country and we provide that delivery network. Um, and it's been tremendously impactful for tackling food insecurity, helping food banks uh, reach more people in need, and particularly during COVID, as we saw with everyone else who was looking for uh, you know ways to have their food delivered, food banks too, um, and so it's become a, a vital uh, vital channel to reach folks who are food insecure and uh, allowing them to leverage the DoorDash network to do so. What's food insecure mean? Food insecure, so um, individuals who may not have access to um, enough or uh, healthy food options. Mm. And so <clears throat> food banks provide that inexpensive or, or oftentimes free uh, to those in need. Uh, and DoorDash provides that delivery element. And so Project Dash is what we call it, where we partner with food banks across the country uh, and help them 
reach individuals who might not be in a position to, uh, you know, get enough food or get enough healthy options. And so they partner with the food bank and can get that at a very discounted price. Oh, I love it. And it's a connection, you know, even I just having someone bring something for you, especially if, you know, you're having hard times or you can't get out or for whatever reason, exactly, there is that human connection that is so important. Exactly. And you mentioned, you know, some of the heartwarming stories. These are dashers out there who are making these deliveries. And so it's the same ones who might be, uh, you know, picking up your your pet food from the, the local store. The same one is delivering, uh, you know, food in need to those who who really do, uh, you know, maybe immobile, maybe elderly, maybe can't get down their stairs. And so, um, you know, there's there's some great clips out there of dashers bringing food to those in need helping them set it up and uh, and just the, the real human impact there. So you're absolutely right. It's that, that connection is really beautiful. I love it. What's the future for DoorDash? Yeah, it's 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 bright and exciting. <laughs> um, you know, as I mentioned, we've, we've moved into a number of different categories, um, you know, whether it is grocery or uh, alcohol delivery or local restaurants um, to uh, you know, virtual kitchens to dash marts where we're delivering, you know, out of our own warehouses. Um, but you know, it is all in the name of how do we help businesses thrive? How are we helping local local communities um, empower themselves through connection to their their small businesses? Uh, and we're facilitating that growth. And so, you know, lots of opportunity, lots of excitement. Um, and this is really just the beginning. Well, I love that you and I were introduced because it seems that you really do care about your employees, and that to me is a good company. You know, their job involves driving around and my job involves, you know, telling people where the severe weather is or where the potential storm could be. So the fact that you have a program to protect your drivers from severe storms, I mean, that's, that's really great. And I hope that other companies do the same. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And we rely on you know, the, the good service of, of folks just like you every day when we're monitoring the weather. We're, we're trying to understand, uh, you know, the, what is the best decision for those individual communities. And so it's, you know, it's a it's a vital circle. And we really, uh, really appreciate your help as well. Well, Taylor, let's be in touch. I want to find out about all the good things that you're doing. And um, I appreciate the time. Now, if people want to sign up, how do they do that? Yeah, just DoorDash.com might be the easiest way to do it. And uh, you can navigate from there, but um, you'll see driver signups. And, you know, we pride ourselves in having a very frictionless process and um, low barrier to entry. And so, you know, as I mentioned, we do do the, the background checks and the vetting. But, um, you know, this is for everyone. It's for anyone who wants to make some some extra money and su- supplement their income for, for whatever reason they choose and work however they choose. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty seamless process. But but welcome uh, additions to the millions and millions of drivers out there. And so is DoorDash on every website that they do business with? Like, for instance, if I'm getting groceries or I'm getting pet food, how do I connect the two? Yeah. So uh, if you just go to DoorDash.com, you can. And we're, we've just recently uh, enhanced our app. And so we made a, a bunch of great changes that allow it to uh, allow the customer to easily navigate between grocery, between pet food, between household items or, um, you know, convenience, et cetera. And so you'll see every merchant there in your community, you can, uh, you know, narrow again by category or location and uh, tell you exactly, you know, what's available and and how far and how long, but it's, um, you know, a really, really easy experience and yeah, it is all, all there on the site. 
Mm-hmm. Do you know with the data what city or what state has the most DoorDashers? <laughs> um, I I I know that the big ones, you know, New York, for instance, has a lot. California, uh, you know, large volume there. Um, it's a great question. I should dig into the the surprising ones that we might not think about. But uh, but you know, at DoorDash really we we kind of tackled the suburbs as we were growing and building mm. over the years, and so you know, focused on those communities that you might not think about delivery being, uh, you know, a number one option. And so I think it really helped not only grow DoorDash quickly, but, you know, provide a service for communities that that didn't have that before. So, um, you know, we're not just in the big markets, but but really everywhere. I love it. I love it. Thanks for all of the work that you do. And I love, you know, that we're working together to make sure everyone is safe. And let's stay in touch, Taylor. Absolutely. Thank you for the time. Great chatting. You got it. Thanks again to Taylor for joining us today to talk about DoorDash's severe weather protocol and how they continue to come up with great ideas for employees and their customers. If you would like to help or donate to DoorDash's Restaurant Disaster Relief Fund, or you want to find out more information about the company, maybe even how you can join their Dash force, you can head to DoorDash.com. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram, or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.